Welcome everyone to the Dining on a Dime podcast, where we give you tips on how to save on your monthly food budget. Now we give you the absolute best foodie news, and our professionals will give you recipes and cooking tips. So let's get the show started. Okay, welcome to Dining on a Dime. Here is what you're going to hear today. Segment one, we're going to talk about the 2020 food trends. Uh, We're going to give you some interesting facts. This is for our listeners all over the world. We had listeners in England last week. Everybody, this episode is for you. Segment two, we are with Dr. Carradin. Hello, hello, hello. And he will talk about his amazing IPA. Dr. Uh, Dennis Carradin has so much stuff going on. But if you're a beer lover, this episode is for you. We're going to teach you how to get a top-of-the-line IPA right online, and they can have it delivered. Segment three, Dennis is going to stick with us, and he's going to talk about a lot of different thing, uh, things in segment three. Uh, Dennis is from the TraumaSurvivorsFoundation.com, and we'll get into all that uh, later in the show. Segment four, we're going to have a great interview with The Spicy Affair in Swedesboro, New Jersey. So if you're listening around the world, let's get started with the food trends and then segment two is uh, Dennis, segment three is Dennis, and then segment four, we will have a great interview, and we'll be talking about Indian food. But if you love beer, stick around. All right, the first food trend is grab-and-go charcuterie. <laughs> and Dennis says he has some very interesting experience. Talk about that. Oh, absolutely. Actually, it was this past uh, weekend with the charcuterie. I, you know, the wife and I are, are very much uh, the wine people. We're also the beer people, obviously. Survivors <laughs> IPA. Right. Uh, but we actually did that. We we there's uh, several wineries near. I, I'm in the Glen Mills area, in okay. Pennsylvania. Several wineries. So a couple of the restaurants, even Wegmans. The grocery store have set up these uh, charcuterie trays, and we we ended up going in, picking one up, sitting down, had a couple of bottles of wine. Won't say how many, but there was <laughs> there was enough, right. and uh, it, it was it was actually a really cool little little uh, event that we had. You don't think about that. You wait for the uh, you wait for the restaurant to give it to you. Yeah. Or the winery to come out with it, but when you're stopping at a Wegmans and they already have a cheese platter made for you, I thought that was one of the best little things. And I'll tell you what, that's a food trend. Now, these food trends are stuff that might not be in your neighborhood yet, but they're on their way. So this whole show, this whole first segment, we'll be teaching people something. Uh, The second food trend we can talk about is that they are starting to make restaurants with no dine-in, I guess because of COVID. So what's happening is they're creating new restaurants, and there's no seating. You go in there, you order it, and you can have contactless, uh, you know, thing. But that's a whole restaurant, a new restaurant being built or being built. Uh, with no dine-in options. What do you think about that? One might actually think that that's more of a takeout joint yeah. or like, uh, I don't know, drive through in I, essence. <laughs> I, I would say 7-Eleven or Wawa. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what it is. I mean, obviously, first part of COVID, right? You know, first part of COVID, you weren't getting anything. You weren't able to sit anywhere. You weren't even able to sit outside to dine. You know, and now they're just trying to trying to come into something to make it, I, I, I would hope, safe, right? You know, Well, but, that's the thing. They're focused on safety, yeah. yeah. But that's a little tough for me. I don't know. Right, that's, you would walk in and there's nowhere to sit down. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't call that, per se, a restaurant. That's more of a takeout place or, like you said, yeah. a 7-Eleven or a Wawa. <laughs> like, that is, I wouldn't say a restaurant, unless if their intention is to have outdoor or indoor seating later on. Uh, frozen food is on the rise. So frozen food is a trend. Uh, a lot of things are going to be frozen instead of, you know, fresh, because uh, I guess it lasts longer or whatever. Okay. Uh, but that is new. That, that's not new. <laughs> you go to... Cur- Somebody told me something about bird's eye. I've never heard of it. <laughs> right? I was like, that. that is definitely not a new concept. Okay. And... Uh, Food halls are starting to be built more and more. Franklin Hall in uh, University City, as an example. What is your opinion on food halls? I actually, I like them. I I like the whole concept of a food hall. Because you figure, you know, back in the, uh, you know, let's uh, throw my age out there. But (laughs) during the the 80s, you know, you'd go into the food court of the mall, right? You know, and and you'd have different kind of 
different kind of cuisines. Now these food, or at least these food halls that are coming out, you can get a different variety, and they typically are more upscale than anything. Absolutely. I, I like the trend. I like that trend. I don't necessarily like the grab-and-go kind of convenient trend, right. but I, I like the food hall trend. I think you could, a, a nice pop-up restaurant or, a, or somebody that may not have their own space just yet, you put them into a food hall and they'll just do fantastic. Yeah, or like a, a beer garden or whatnot, having a a, oh, yeah. a food truck attached to it. Oh gosh, yeah. You know. Oh yeah. It's always it's always a benefit. And in PA now, you know, in order to sit down and actually have uh, beer or some sort of liquor, they're requiring you to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> we have to define what that food is. Though, yeah, right? I know. You know. Apparently, <laughs> French fries are not a meal. Not only that. Well, no. I had a friend who actually had who ordered two hard-boiled eggs as that's, like her meal. That's a meal. That's a meal. <laughs> I, I can tell you right off the bat, the neighborhoods are actually having bars do two hot dogs for a dollar, yeah, and then yeah. they're serving uh, beer. All right, this does not surprise me, Dennis. I'm sure it doesn't surprise you, but cannabis foods. Uh, <laughs> it didn't surprise me. But yeah, they're yeah, on they're the rise. AKA edibles. Yeah, yeah. Right, but they're on the rise. That oh, is absolutely. a new trend. So I wasn't shocked at that. And what's your opinion, uh, Filipino barbecue? That is on the trend. You know, it's funny. Prior to now, now I, I will throw this out because sure. I will throw it out. I've been a vegetarian now for, oh, for about eight years. Awesome. But uh, the Filipino, uh, uh, the, the barbecue joints, I, I personally, even everything on the sides and everything that I can eat there, amazing stuff. I actually, I, I enjoy them. Oh, nice. And uh, we're talking with Dennis Carradine, right? Yep. He is from <laughs> the TraumaSurvivorsFoundation.com. We're going to dig deep into him in <laughs> segments two and three. Everyone knows Amherst Pollock. Yes, I... Food photojournalist. She's the only one that get compliments on the show. I've been on the show two years. Nobody said anything. <laughs> That's uh, because I'm a lovely little girl. <laughs> right. She's, she's the only one that get, we get compliments for. All right, let's go. We're doing food trends. These are stuff that you might see in your neighborhood in the near future. Oh, we were just talking about that. What do you think, Dennis, of dessert hummus? Oh, yeah. They're, okay, they're, no, no. Don't ooh, say ooh. ooh don't say ooh. ooh because I've had it before. No, it's, an ooh is a good thing. It's, that no, dessert I'm, hummus sounds. It sounds awesome, but trust me, it's, it's not? so not. Oh. I've had it before. It's chocolate infused into the hummus, and it just, oh. it, yeah, it's not. It tastes it's weird. Not, I no, yeah, it's definitely no. an off taste. I've so had it. So chickpea and chocolate. Right. Yes, so exactly. Think about it that way. No, no. It's not a. There's actually it's uh and, and I can't think. Uh, Ripple, not not the wine, not right. the wine, right. not the not the wine. <laughs> right. But ripple or is the a, beer, or the beer. It's a it's a pea protein that they they uh, have made into milk. They've made into shakes. Oh wow! And it has chocolate flavoring to it. But you drink it, and it has this weird consistency. So I'm thinking that's the hummus. It's similar, right. yeah. yeah. Oh. Right. Because it, there's tahini drinks too that right, you right. utilize the chocolate, and those actually aren't so bad. But it this. still has a weird aftertaste, yeah. but it, it is a little off. <laughs> and here's the thing: I've been personally seeing. So I did research on this show. And these are just things that uh, different online magazines are saying is the new trend. Yep. But I actually have seen Nashville hot chicken on a lot more oh, menus. Yeah. So oh. that is trending. And what's your theory on that? And do you like the well, Oh, go ahead. Oh, with me? No, no, no. I, 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 we've been down to Nashville with it. Oh. You know, okay. we went down. I had to give a uh, seminar to the National FOP nice. conference. And we went to one We went to one restaurant. And I, out of the 10 of us, Eight people got the hot chicken, and and right? yeah. I, I mean, in all truth, it, it it's I think it's an excellent excellent meal. I did not indulge, but it, I think it's a I think it's a, a an excellent meal. Okay, so for those of you who are in Philly, um, Love and Honey, yeah, in Fishtown. Oh my God! They have a Nashville hot chicken that's so good. You can have it like in chicken fingers, or you can have it as you know um, a sandwich. I like it as a sandwich, but it's really good. But it's something that's been around for a long, long yeah, time, and we're has. starting to get that southern influence up here. Like sure. now, you're getting a lot of the a uh, lot of the other places that are doing the chicken and waffles. Right. So you're seeing that on the menu and menu. So why not put that on there? And I'll tell you what, I got a ghetto story, but we're gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> ghetto story. Yeah. I actually went the. Nashville in 2015 only because 
Frontier Airlines had like a $60 round trip. So I go down there. And I actually went to Hattie B's oh, yeah, yep, in yep, Nashville, yep, yep. and I was like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure, you know. And it was amazing. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was, it was life changing. Yeah. actually. And then Prince's is down there, yep, yep. and they were named by this one uh, a famous radio disc jockey is the best hot chicken. All right, uh, next food trend. What do you think about this, Dennis? Uh, Coffee infused liquor drinks. Yeah. Please. You like it twice okay. as much? <laughs> yes. I, I, you know, I, I, I am a, I'm a just a black hot coffee guy, and and I've been drinking it long enough. You know, in my my experience as a as a first responder, you nice. you could tell the differences. Now they're coming out with, uh, was it uh, uh, Patron came out with their the the tequila that's infused with the uh, coffee. I keep doing it. Just keep doing it because that's I think that's an awesome trend. Uh, the tequila that has the coffee in it, I absolutely love. Oh, yeah. Well, you change that up. If you were doing a white Russian, right? Yeah. Put that in instead of your Kahlua. Yeah. Oh, Done. It's so good, Done. but Done. um, or or you could be like my family. Um, we we went shot for shot for a whole entire. <laughs> <bottle>. <laughs> that was a rough night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, absolutely. Keep it coming. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Well, even Wawa does the uh, the coffee infused beer. So they did the uh, they did their uh, Wawa stout with two stones. They're gonna do it again. Oh, uh, I didn't even know that. Sold out, I don't know sold if I'm allowed to say minutes, that. minutes, I thought. Yeah, the first batch sold out in ten minutes. I might get in trouble yeah. now. Well, we, we have an expert vegetarian <laughs> as a guest. What do you think about pea milk? Have you that's heard what it? that's what we just talked about. Oh, is that what yeah. that was? That's Ripple, what he was... that's the pea protein milk. How about that? It's not it I, to me it's better than oat milk if you if you were drinking that. I'm an almond milk guy, but Ripple, which is one of the uh one of the names out there, they have a strawberry vanilla or a chocolate pea milk. Oh, okay. Is that what you were talking about? I didn't yeah, understand. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It, it's it's different. It's different. Is it is it all right? I don't know. I, <laughs> it's different. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Regenerative agriculture is also on the list. I would like to understand what they mean by that. I don't know. It's on the <laughs> so regenerative. Would that be that w- not tilling up the uh, no. area because no? Because that I would assume maybe it just keeps growing. I don't know. Just but... keep growing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're also coming out with different kind of flowers, super flowers with proteins and vitamins instead of just using regular flowers. Uh, mush, <laughs> mushrooms are I'll, in the I'll see you when we all grow a third eye. It's a, it's a daisy that could beat the crap out now, of it. Right? I, I read this and I have. Watch out for those sunflowers. Yeah, yeah, sunflowers are nasty around my house. I still, I still have no idea what this is, but you are the guy. Tahine seasoning. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. know that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Very good. Very good. <laughs> As you see, yeah, I do yeah. research and I just write it down. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Very right. good. That's a good job. That's, you know, you're you're looking at, I think our palates are changing. Right. You know, and especially within the Northeast area, the palates are changing. So people are doing a little bit more experimentation. I think we've been staunchy for a long, long time. And now we're starting to bring in trends from different places. I think it's a great thing. Well, I think also like keto, the keto followers are kind of like oh, yeah. invading our palates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a as a, you know, true carboholic. Yeah, well, you know, you go ahead and get a, what is it? They're fat bombs of what they call them. You're supposed to eat these eat these weird little fat bombs. I, you know, what food. on God's green earth is in the fat I, bomb? I, I was looking at this and it actually kind of scared me. The the <laughs> amount of fat. They're going, well, it's good fat. And I'm like, I, I don't know. When I hear fat, it doesn't sound right, good. Right, right. I'm, like some white eggs and avocado? Yeah. <laughs> we got one minute. I want to get this in because I don't even, I have no idea what this is. Glitter wine? Glitter wine. Glitter wine. It sounds sparkly. I know. I'm like, do they put gold sparkles? Leaf in it's it like or? Goldschlager. Yeah, you know, that's what I was like. Like gets me drunk faster. Yeah. And then vegan ice cream is a big trend. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> vegan ice cream's tough. It's it's a tough one. It's a tough miss? one. It is hit or miss. It is very much hit or miss. 
Mostly miss. Mostly miss. <laughs> it, it takes the joy away. So it's ice cream without the joy. What do you think? We got one minute. What do you think about collagen-infused foods? I, I think you're now you're starting That to, is another trend. Yeah. You're, you're, now that's kind of just I, it's going too far. I have yeah. some fashion blogger friends that, that do, you know, that add collagen to their foods and their coffees in the morning. And then I have my friends who are... Uh, physicians that there was an insider plug there that are physicians that hey, say it, that it doesn't do much of anything that you know you lose collagen over time no matter what um, and no matter how much you put in it's not really it, no, you're going to have to put a truckload into a into right. a drink you know and it, you, it, it's like people saying that well you have to take you know X amount of vitamin D okay just walk outside because you're going to have to take a boatload of vitamin d okay our beer lovers the next segment is for you we're going to introduce you to an amazing ipa uh come on back we're going to commercial check out our new podcast learn about world cuisine where we travel to a different country from around the world each week and give you fascinating facts about both the country and the cuisine our world traveler gives you his real-life experience in the country, and our wine expert gives you the best wine pairings with your cuisine. Our podcast is available on all platforms, or you can simply Google Learn About World Cuisine to listen to the show. Okay, we are back. Dennis Carradon, right? Right. Survivors <laughs> IPA. This is for our beer lovers. He's going to take over and tell you about the his new beer. It's an IPA, Survivors IPA. Welcome to our listeners, WMLD, the voice of the Hudson Valley in New York. The voice of the Hudson Valley. 103.7 FM. It's Friday afternoon for you guys. We're going to teach you about beer. Dennis, let's talk about Survivor's IPA. I, I, <laughs> I was going to, I was going to say, you know, as we go into Survivor's IPA, the once you hear Survivor's IPA for all the beer lovers out there, people automatically have this kind of face. You have this derision, you know. You have somebody that comes in that says that they love IPAs. Other people says I can't stand the the hoppiness of the IPA. But in all truth, this is a light IPA. Now, this is if we talk about food trends, we talk about beer trends. A light IPA is the new is is one of the new trends. This one, <laughs> we're just going to break them. Over. I brought brought a few samples in. Um, we, let me go back a little bit because sure. this was uh, what we did over our COVID uh, staycation. You know that that type of thing. Sure. Um, it, it, <laughs> our, our, not our, our forced vacation. Our, our forced vacation with this, and and I've been, I, you know, and and truthfully, you never stop moving, especially in the world of mental health as a as a trauma therapist. You never stop moving, and 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 in COVID nineteen, the, the reality is is that we actually became busier. We became more busy during this. So prior to March, we started developing the idea of the Survivor's IPA with Big Oyster Brewery, which is down in Lewis, Delaware. Uh, and I will throw out one of the best breweries going out there. Good. Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> little, little plug with them a little bit. Um, we started this idea of doing a charity beer. And, and a beer that ultimately would go to a direct mission, would ultimately help trauma survivors out, would help uh, foster uh, a scholarship or help fund scholarships and so on. So we had this great IPA picked out, seven varietal hops. It was an 8.5% alcohol by volume. It was already up to like 110 IBU, which is the bitterness uh, rating scale, which, you know, the higher the scale, the, the bigger the bitterness, you know, so everybody out there that, that enjoys a good hoppy IPA, you want that IBU to be, be pretty high. So we had a test model out. It was great. It was starting to happen. And then the world shut down. Yeah. Mm. And so we actually went back. It, production shut down. You couldn't go into the breweries. Breweries already had a ton of stuff. People weren't going out and buying stuff. 
and then June happens, like you know, it was May, June happens, and the world of alcohol opened back up to everybody. This was I, it was when, the mecca of was, alcohol. It was it was amazing, I, and 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 it was amazing. You you want to talk about a trend when you hear that the world is now uh, what is it? We we, we have stuck a shortage. Yeah, stuck at home with a shortage of aluminum cans because we've been drinking like fish oh, right, for the yeah. past couple of months. So we, we came out, Mike Anderson down at Big Oyster Brewery calls me and says, hey, let's get this done. And I went, all right, what are we going to do? And he goes, let's do a light, light IPA. And I said, I'm curious. Tell me about this. He said, it's going to be 4.5% alcohol by volume. And the, the IBU on it is going to be about 36. And I said, so this is a transition beer. He goes, what do you mean? And I said, well, you think about all the people in the world that like light beer, you know, Miller Lite, Coors Light, whatever it is, Yingling Light, um, even Corona Light. You know, they're, they're this light beer that you could drink 30 of them and still can't get a buzz off of. Trust me, been to the Eagles tailgates. It ain't <laughs> happening. Yeah. Right. And then you, have, then you have the hoppy beers, right? So a light IPA is directly in the middle of it. It's so if you want to enjoy a craft beer, that's a little more hoppy, has a little bit more flavor to it, then you go into something like Survivor's IPA. The cool part about it is it has some of the same profiles as our original thought. It still has things like the Sentinel hops, the Mosaic hops. You, you have these piney taste to it, and then at the end you have this really cool citrus hmm. kind of flavor. Hmm. It, the bitterness isn't there, so you're not getting this direct punch in the face. Right. You're getting a very mellow taste to it. So it's also only 120 calories a can. Oh. It's so a very approachable beer. It's an approachable, a great, great, great thought. It's an approachable beer. People have said, you know, that this is a refreshing it's it's a crisp beer that you could that you could drink, and when you're looking at it, look, you know, if if you're the person, <laughs> and, and I'm going to say it nicely, if you're the person that just wants to go Saturday night, get hammered, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, buy Survivor's IPA because I'll <laughs> I'll take a buck any way we can get it, right. but <laughs> right. but right. let me step that back, but but you want to if you want to sit down and just enjoy a beer. You know, instead of trying to get hammered off a beer or something, you want to enjoy a beer. You want to get into those craft beers. You want to start moving up a little bit. So Survivors is is kind of where it's at. You know. Now, off of that, um, since we're talking about this, and we have listeners all over this All country, over the world. Uh, right, right. Yeah. yeah um, I do know that you can order these off of a website in particular. <laughs> so, do you want to plug that website? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Please absolutely. jump over to SurvivorsIPA.com. So, SurvivorsIPA.com. Uh, it's going to bring you to our site. Our site has a, a bunch. I even I even put in, and this is, this is absolutely for you guys, I put in pairing recipes. So when you go in there, you could see what types of food that I suggested that we wrote up on the website (laughs) to eat with this. And then it's going to bring you over to Big Oyster Brewery. You know, and and Big Oyster Brewery right now, uh, like I said, out of Lewis, Delaware, NKS Distributors uh, sells the brand, sells Big Oyster Brewery. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Up here, Penn Distributors in in Pennsylvania sells the beer out. Um, But the reality is, is you go there and, and, and you check out the website. It's a great website. We're on, we're on uh, Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, we actually have a photo contest running right now. Oh, so nice. anybody has the uh, anybody has the uh, uh, the beer, please take a photo. Uh, I think the top prize is two hundred and fifty dollars. Fantastic! You know, and we we got a couple on there, but we definitely need more. And. If you try Survivor's IPA, we also want your feedback. So we have a survey on there. Tell us what the profile tastes like. And let me just get into the, you know, you're a psychologist, right? right? And talk about the name. Oh the yeah, no, that came from so Survivor's IPA. We we came up with a couple of different names, which was bad. Um, <laughs> Trauma IPA just sounded like <laughs> a little too a little too aggressive, you know. We we thought of like Foundation IPA, you know. We were taking the play off of the Trauma Survivors Foundation, right? So we came up with Survivors IPA, and we figured that would be something not as not as a punch in your face. Let's talk it. It's not you know if you what are you drinking tonight? Trauma IPA. <laughs> Holy crap, you know. So this one I think was a was a, a direct forward name. 
Um, the cool part about the about the can itself, it, it's a 16 ounce can. So when you get in there, you know, people look at a four pack of craft beer and they're like, oh my god, you know, it's it's crazy expensive. This goes anywhere from twelve seventy nine a four pack up to about thirteen fifty a four oh, pack, depending fantastic. where you get it. But it's actually a six pack because they're sixteen ounce cans right. versus a twelve ounce cans. Ooh, mind blown! If I didn't, <laughs> if nobody knew that, then I'm telling you right now, that's that's how this is. It's a sixteen ounce four pack, what have you. But on the front of it is our QR code that brings you to our website. Okay, that we want you to we want you to check out. And donate to uh, our Hospital Heroes Food Drive, or go to our uh, go to uh, our scholarship program, and so forth. Yeah, excellent. Now, um, off of this, since you do now have this out and about, <laughs> and you can purchase it um, in numerous ways, in person, also in PA, um, yep, yep. as of now, yep. you will expand. I know that. Um, into other uh, worldwide, yeah, we're, we're going crazy. Yeah, no, no, no. Gonna... <laughs> Mike, Mike at Big Oyster just had a heart attack when I said oh, that. Like, <laughs> he's, he, he, such the great guy, such the great. But guy. if you want to discuss a little bit, because I know that you have some events coming up yeah. that are, well, we you know, going to be dedicate segment three, three to all to your stuff. Okay, no, no, uh, we have a huge well, beer we'll... lovers. Oh, the no, beer no. lovers listening no, want to hear could, about the beer. We could, we could, but we could say segment three will cover all that. Yeah, I'll tell you right now doing a teaser. Oh, okay. This teaser. is that teaser, but I will tell you. So, most beer drinkers, if you look at them, the good craft beer drinkers, right. there's going to be a section of that population that are also cigar smokers. Oh, yeah. Right? You Absolutely. know, and I, sadly, sadly, even though that I had my pulmonologist say that I had the <laughs> lungs of a 20-year-old right. and to give them back, but um <laughs> my, I've been smoking cigars since I've been, I've been 18 years old. Right. My, uh, my fraternity brother, I just turned 50, so so, you know, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I got engaged and turned fifty all in the same wow. same weekend it, in New Orleans. Party there, same party. weekend. And my my fraternity brother Drew, God bless him, who's down in Miami, gave me this amazing box of cigars from a place that's about ninety miles south of Florida. We wow. we're not we're mentioning not, what we're not mentioning what. <laughs> you can put two and two together. I just got that. But, <laughs> but I but I had one with the Survivors IPA, and I saw Jesus. I, it was it was <laughs> a um, great pairing. It was pairing. a great pairing. I I would say you know you go to a medium bodied cigar. Okay. And and you pick whatever flavor you want of your cigar. You know that. And again, beer and cigars or even food, it's it's your choice. You know what I like, you might not like. You know what right. what you like, I might not like. But the reality is, is that you have to look at similar profiles. Exactly. You know, so porters and stouts, you go with a full body cigar. With survivors, a medium to a full full body cigar, a uh, cigar out there that's really good with it, uh, Los Queros, which okay. we're doing an event with. Um, I, I I'll tell you, it's just one of those great drinking beers and people love beer yeah oh god i mean we get hits all the time from the craft beer connection on facebook oh, sure all those uh, all those uh, uh groups beer is big now big. you might not have something in the works but if you do or maybe i can put a little thing in your head and mike's uh, mike anderson and uh, it, I am more of a stout porter. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so maybe that could be your foundation there one. There you go, the foundation porter. That, yeah, I like the ring I like of it. That. I like the ring of it. My uh, Laura, if she, she's listening, which she will be. Right. Hi. She's awesome. Hi, Laura. She is a porter stout gal. And you, you oh, look wow. at her. She's I'm going to steal your wife pounds. and we're just going <laughs> to hang out. But she she likes the, the heavy porter and stouts. She's also, she loves a leave of cigars. I found the woman of the world. I right, mean, this right. is crazy. And she's a nurse. So, you know, when I have my, <laughs> you know, first bypass because of all the garbage I've done in my life, she, that she me can be uh, right by your side. Right there. Right there. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> That's exactly what she wants to do. <laughs> but yeah, so it I, again, you know, when you look at a porter or stout, the trend right now is lactose in, in, in beer. Yes. Okay. You know, so you're, you're making milkshake beers. And then the trend last year, which is kind of going down a little bit, is the sours. But if you truthfully look at your standard beers, IPAs, your your Pilsners, your Porters, your Stouts, mm-hmm. they've been around for for decades and, and well, hundreds of years. Because some they're of them. staples and they're they're good. They're just great. Yeah, they're great beers. People keep going back to them. Yeah. Wow. But um, but if you ever 
do want to uh, branch Formulate. out. <laughs> yes, branch out into porters or stouts. You know, we, we I will can. taste them right along with we, you. And, and, and Dennis, Dennis is an amazing guy. He also owns a beverage distribution center. Oh right? no, 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 no. don't own it. Don't own it. That's the notes I got. No, no, no. We we partner uh, with a couple of the district uh, distribution oh, centers. Okay. They sponsored the foundation. No, I do not <laughs> own that. No, no, no. I wish I did. I wish I, that would be. No, I would. I I could put it out there. NKS distri- uh, uh, NKS Distributors in Delaware has been a supporter of the foundation for for decades. And you also great, have yeah. a podcast. We're going to get that in yeah. the next segment. <laughs> let's wrap up the beer for our beer lovers. Uh, so, let's get in closing. What would you like all the beer lovers to know? Go out and try it. SurvivorsIPA.com. You could also go to the TraumaSurvivorsFoundation.com. Check out the beer. Get some of it. Go to the photo contest and uh, donate some money. That's excellent. <laughs> and BigOysterBrewery.com. BigOysterBrewery.com. And uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about all your other stuff uh, besides this amazing Survivors IPA. He is definitely a jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. He's got everything going on. Now, I love that it's all food related and beer related. All right, well, let's go to break. You can find Dining on a Dime every Friday at 1 p.m. on WMLD Radio App and on air at 103.7 FM in New York, the voice of the Hudson Valley. We could. Uh, okay, we, could. we are back with Dennis. Dennis has so much stuff going on. We just told you about the Survivor's IPA. Uh, Dennis, let's talk about the other things you got going on. Well, you know, we have a couple of events coming up. We do we do a lot of the charity events, and we've always said, you know, we deal with tragedy. You know, part of the Trauma Survivors Foundation is that we do uh, therapy for people involved in, in disaster and in, in, involved in uh, certain tragedies and so forth. We're in 41 different states. We have over 1,500 oh, wow. uh, therapists that are in our network. And, you know, the one thing that we do is we always try to complement it with different events that ultimately are, are, are pretty fun. So, um, you know, when we talk about the Survivor's IPA, that was a fun thing to start with. Right. It, it's a beer. It's something people can gather around and talk about. Uh, but one of the events that we have coming up is actually at Pairing Cigar Bar. It's local. It's in Media, Pennsylvania, one of my favorite little home away oh, from yeah, homes. Um, we're doing a, a Survivor's IPA with Los Cato Cigars. Nice. Um, they're, a, they're a foundation cigar that a dollar of every stick that they sell goes to their 501c3 that helps fallen firefighters oh, and wow. fallen EMTs and police and so on. The families, they help them out. So we have that. We just dropped, which I think is a, which is just an amazing, amazing event that we're, we're about to have. We, we'd started, I actually started uh, the Delaware Beer Fest uh, last year kind of on a bet. Somebody said, you know, you can't, you can't do this. And I went, uh, yeah, right. You don't know me. No, no, no. Don't, don't tell me no. I, you know, 13 years of Catholic school, damn it. I'm, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I've known you for, what, two years? And like, <laughs> I just do. Yeah, you do. I don't, I don't like sitting still. And, and somebody said, look, you know, North Wilmington in Delaware doesn't have a beer fest. And I actually went on to check the URL, Delaware Beer Fest. Yeah. I picked it up for $2. How about that? And then I went to Delaware Beer Festival. I picked it up for another two dollars. So my initial that? investment was only four dollars. <laughs> you into really this dipped festival. into your pockets we, we deep. It. I was just <laughs> on the riverfront on Saturday. It, it's, it's such a, a beautiful great area. area. It's North Wilmington is one of those things that you just you don't really think about if you're in Philadelphia, right. but, you, but try to think about it, oh, right? Yeah, so, sure. so we picked the place which is Bellevue State Park. The figure eight barn used to be the uh, Dupont uh, horse stables, which you know I, when I think of horse stables, I think of like you know three four horses this is a 20,000 square foot barn oh. this thing is enormous right well yeah. when you said that i i just automatically yeah. assumed it was a bunch of you know of, no this is huge and wow. it was for one person and i'm thinking uh, i wish no no <laughs> right um, but so the delaware beer fest happened last year we had we had yeah, we had 1500 1600 people we had a great time for a for a bet basically oh, wow. off of four dollars well, it's a four dollar <laughs> urls so wow. we went to have it this year but again covid yeah, hit right, right. We we, we just got the approval from the uh, Department of Public Health. We submitted a plan for COVID-19. We really pushed it out there. So we are doing the grapes, grains, and hops. It's a, philotrop- a philanthropic tasting experience 
on uh, October 3rd, Saturday, that ultimately is going to showcase several different beers, wines, spirits, and the proceeds are going to go to the Trauma Survivors Foundation. So you can help out someone and, 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 and have fun. And have fun, get a rip on. So it's, you That's know, fantastic. no, no, but so, so we do that, and then and then we look at all the other stuff that, that we put together. We have the uh, Black Tie and Sneakers Gala that we do, uh, which, uh, which every year is just, it's, it's fun. We wanted a gala that is just a fun approach. So we started doing a gala where you wear tuxedos, you come in at sneakers. Uh, last year we had it at the Queen. Yes, you were there. I was there. How about that? And it, and it was a... Uh, whew. That was a that was a fun night, you know, live band, live music, and all that. And what's great about it is you can have fun, a fun day out, and then help people. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, at the yeah. same time, and that's that's our purpose is that we deal with so much tragedy that you know we want to come in and, and do something fun. So the the grapes, grains, and hops we're doing it with our partners up upcoming events. They're amazing. Uh, upcoming events we've been. Uh, uh, we've been associated with them with the, with uh, with a few years now. Nice. They do the um, craft uh, craft beer, wine and spirits festival at uh, Citizens Bank Park. They've nice. done it in different ballpark festivals. Um, you know, we've been a part of uh, the Philadelphia Wing Fest. We've been a part of Delaware and Philadelphia Taco Festivals. Um, I was going to say, didn't you also do a pizza thing we, too? We did our <laughs> so the COVID pizza challenge. So I, you know. When I put this out there, and I'm going to be be real nice for any pizza lover out there to make it fast. <laughs> you know, so so we do what's called the Hospital Heroes Food Drive. Okay. To date, we raised about $150,000 wow. and fed 15,000 healthcare workers uh, food during during COVID. It's still there. Go to go to our website, thetraumasurvivorsfoundation.com. You can check it out. So somebody had said, you know, what's the best pizza in, in Newcastle County? And and I'll step back to a second here. I am. A pizza snob, okay. flat outside. For God, forty years I was flipping pizzas with the uh, St. Anthony's Italian Festival. So I, I've perfected my pizza nice. flipping skills. <laughs> and and if you're here in Philadelphia, I'm going to give a shout out to Angelo's and Tacanelli's. Oh, absolutely! Ooh, Tacanelli's is so good. Yeah, Angel, if you Angel, have an, Angelo's is top of the line, ninth if, and uh, ninth oh, street. It, yeah, yep. Downtown. And then Tacanelli's is up in uh, Port, Port Richmond. Port Richmond yeah. area. Right. If you haven't had either, then then you haven't lived. Phoenixville, Vecchia's out in Phoenixville, but our number one in, in uh, Newcastle County was VNM Bistro. So hmm. Vincenza and Margarita Bistro. The their dad used to own the uh, Azinos, which was in the Christiana Mall. He came down from New York, started doing this New York style pizza. Vincenza was one of uh, she was uh, Miss Delaware at one point. Vincenza's awesome. Does a lot. I was going to say work. I've met her. You've met Vincenza. Yeah. She she's amazing. So her and her sister got together. They made VNM Bistro. Nice. So the prize for the best pizza was we were going to buy fifty pizzas from them. And then give them to AI DuPont Children's Hospital, the, okay. the crew over there. Yeah. So, you know, any restaurant during COVID, you say, hey, we're going to buy 50 pizzas. That's great. We ended up buying a ton of food from them. But I went and did 13 pizzas, you know, 13 being an Italian lucky number. Right. Wait, so you made the actual pizzas? I, no, 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 no. I oh, went okay. to different places. And, and I got to tell you, you know, and I've, I've said this a million times to people, competition breeds quality. It does. You it does. come up to Philadelphia, oh, you yeah. have a last name or a first name. You either have a pizza shop or you have a cheesesteak shop, right? You know, right. You, yeah. you know, what have you. And Angelo's is on 9th and Fitzwater. Yep, 9th and Fitzwater. Angelo's, again, amazing pizza. Top of the line place. So, Delaware, we have a little bit of an issue. We don't have competition. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so, I I went through these pizzas. I rated the pizzas. It's on my uh, Facebook page. So if you go to Facebook slash Dennis Carradine Jr., it's on there. Uh, but we rated them, you know, on a scale that I, I kind of had. And, and uh, VNM, I'll tell you right now, anybody from Barstool Sports wants to check out VNM, you will not be disappointed. Yeah, they go around, right? Oh, They're my God. Different places, yeah. If they get there, they're going to absolutely <laughs> love this pizza, right? Nice. And I'm not a, I'm not a spokesman for them. But I'm telling you, great pizzas. Right. So. I I, I want to also like point out because you you are a pizza snob. <laughs> I um I went to this place. Oh, I saw that. I day. know. Yeah. Oh my little god, gyms, little gyms, little gyms. Yeah, yeah. They loaded like it yeah. was like 
heavy. Like I but see, even with heavy pizzas, you have an issue with balance. Right. You really got to get a good pizza, right? Yeah. You know. So again, my so that's what we did. I also started our uh, my own little food blog called Restaurants That Don't Suck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if if you're in the I I I I, uh, I showcased a, a really great place up here in Philadelphia uh, called Yonkey, which is right off of I think it's Sixth uh, and Pass Yonk, right near South Street. Oh yeah, G N O C C I. Yep, yep, Yonkey. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, just they they make you feel, look. Oh. Being Italian, right? You know, when you go to an Italian restaurant, they're outstanding. Yeah. Yes. This this one is out of control. Yeah, good. It's you know? fantastic. You got to feel like your your family there, and they they and, do. And it all right. you got to do is go to South Street. It's literally a block to your. Yeah, right. It's yeah. right well, there. Yeah, South Street and East Passionk is just, right. they're yeah. known for, well, South Street in particular is known for like their pizza joints oh, yeah. and little oh, yeah. gyms oh, and yeah, all yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah, you go to so gym you, states. You featured them on your blog? I featured, I, yeah, I featured them and a couple other ones on the uh, on the blog. We're going through a bunch of them. I <laughs> featured, you know, I had. I will be checking out your blog. Please, right. please. It's it, it's one of the ones where I said, look, it's a restaurant that don't, doesn't suck. You know, So if I Google restaurants that don't suck, that'll it, probably come. Just go to, <laughs> go to Dennis. Keratin.com. Okay. I have a couple of blogs on there about on being a trauma therapist. We have my 50 on 50, which I got to update. The 50 on 50 is all my 50 goals for turning 50 this right. year, which, you know, a couple of them have started coming true a little bit. We had a little bit of a break, but, you know, nice. developing a beer, having a food contest, getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to this event, October 3rd. Sure. October, October 3rd. 3rd. It's in Wilmington, Delaware. It's in Wilmington, Delaware, the Bellevue State Park at the Figure Eight Barn. Uh, it's an outside safe event. Nice. Uh, you're going to get top-end alcohol. You're going to get top-end beer, top-end wine. There's going to be music. You know, and everybody's going to have to, you know, kind of adjust a little bit. Right. You know, you're you're when you're seated, you know, you're seated with six to eight friends. You take the mask off. You you, you try, you eat, you know, all that great right. stuff. But, you know, it's it's still COVID. You're taking all the safety precautions. We have to. We, it, and it's, I just want to give a dining on a dime tip for your event. Right. If you have a SEPTA weekly or monthly transpass, it's totally free on Saturday. Oh, very so you cool. can take the regional rail from Penn, Jefferson Station, Penn State, whatever. Go down to Wilmington. And you yeah. go down to Wilmington totally included with the price of your transpack. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And Perfect. we're talking right now to millions of people because they're very popular. Most yeah. people in oh, the yeah. city have a, a oh, transpass. Yeah. So all you got to do is go to the regional rail and scan your weekly or monthly transpass will take you down to Wilmington for no extra oh, cost. That's awesome. So that, that's awesome. That, that's a good tip. And then, and then Uber it up because you're not going to be able to drive. <laughs> uh, no, well, they no, have the no, DART no. system. Yeah, they do there. have the DART system. They have the DART system. Or, it's or Airbnb. Or Airbnb. You know, there's a ton of great places down in Wilmington right. now. I don't I don't crap on my hometown. <laughs> so, you know, How do I get my ticket? How do so, I, and also, do you have general admission and VIP like right. you normally do? We actually have stepped this one up. Oh, okay. okay. So this is going to be VIP and ultra VIP. Nice. Ooh. So this is a more expensive ticket. This is going to be a crazy expensive ticket. Nice. Not not outside of it because of what you're getting. You're actually going home with beer. You're going home oh, wow. with uh, a, a, a gift pack. Now, is this the, the Ultra VIP? No, that this you're is both VIP and Ultra. Ultra steps it up a little bit more. Nice. But you want to get to, uh, you can go to our Facebook, you can go to our website, you know, all on the trauma survivors foundation.com or upcoming events.com. That is fantastic. And just for um, our listeners out there, I will share that on my social media thread, and I believe Kevin will as well. Put it out there. (laughs) It's going to be a fun time. That sounds great. Fun, safe time. And what's good about it is it's helping, and you can have fun, too. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, Dennis, talk about the IPA. we still got two minutes left for you. Oh, God, I'll run real quick. (laughs) Go to SurvivorsIPA.com, go to the TraumaSurvivorsFoundation.com, or go to Dennis Carradine. Dot com. I have bought so many URLs for for me. It's amazing. No, no, no. But, <laughs> but honestly, the survivors IPA. survivors IPA is going to be featured at our event on October third. Right uh, through Big Oyster, they're going to have a couple of their other brews in there. But that's going to be the one. Featured. But I just want to make this clear: it doesn't matter. We have tons of listeners in Texas every week. We're all over yep. the country. I can order that online. Go right? to yep. Go to BigOysterBrewery.com. Go to SurvivorsIPA.com. Now, is there going to be any additional like? Like fun events that are happening outside of just you know going there, sitting down, eating and drinking. Oh yeah! Oh god! Yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! We're going 
going to do Trivial Pursuit Night and Parcheesi. No, just kidding. There's going to be a ton of stuff there. We're going to do some Scrabble. There will and, uh, be a ton of stuff out there. Yep, there will be. Actually, you know what would be really funny if uh, if there wasn't COVID going on? Is doing Twister. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Dennis is welcome to stay for our fourth segment. We're going to talk Absolutely. Indian food in the next segment. Perfect. And you would be a nice input. Primarily veg- vegetarian. I was going to say yeah, vegetarian. Yeah. It's excellent. And we're talking to an owner, Cindy, in uh, Swedesboro. So let's go to break, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking with uh, Spicy Affair. You can find the Dining on a Dime podcast on social media. On Facebook, Dining on a Dime, the number one. On Twitter, at Dining on a Dime, the number one. And on Instagram, KJW1972. Please subscribe to our show. We are available on all podcast platforms, including iHeartRadio and Spotify. Okay, we are back. Uh, We are going to spend a couple more minutes with Dennis. Uh, Dennis, talk about... Uh, your blog, because we're trying to get the guests. <laughs> the restaurants don't suck. Restaurants that don't suck. We got a couple other ones that that are coming up that I have in the uh, in the works, and uh, this is one. Just you know, you want to make sure that you you get into a good food place. We're we're spending a lot of money lately, and you guys oh, know sure. this. Yeah, you're spending way too much money. So I want to write about the places that you go that you get the bang for the buck and. <laughs> That's a part of it. Now, you're a vegetarian, and this is the thing that has always amused me about you, is that for Wing Fest, you do actually sit down. He, he is open about being a vegetarian, but he will actually eat the chicken. I'll take, I'll take one for the team. I take it. Take one for the team. I, you you know, do what you can. I, I do. It's a, a painful week afterwards. Okay. We have our special guest on the line Cindy from Spicy Affair Indian Kitchen at uh, in Swedesboro, 95 Woodstown Road in Spe- Swedesboro, New Jersey. Cindy, how are you? Hey, how are you? Oh, outstanding. We're excited to talk to you. Uh, we have a couple questions. Tell us about Spicy Affair. I heard there's a new building. Yes, actually, yeah. We've actually moved. Um, we are now located at... Um in downtown Swedesboro, it's uh, at 1427 Kings Highway. It's like oh. a, a corner of Rail- Railroad Avenue and um, Kings Highway. It used to be the old Bank of America building, so it's like one of those very historic buildings. So, yeah, we've been in there for almost three weeks now. Just takeout as of uh, right now. We are looking into outdoor dining, but it hasn't started yet. But, um, yeah, it's been an exciting move. And why are you excited to be in this historic building? What plans do you have uh, for our listeners that want to visit Swedesboro? Um, it's just it's just a magnificent building. It's just it has so much history. It has um, it's um, it's just it's just a place to come see. Now, and, since- uh, what I've had my own mind, my envision, and my um. What I have planned for the for for the space is it, it's going to be it's going to be amazing. Okay, and uh, so are you going to have any like grand reopening if it's a new building? Yes, we are. Yes, but it just with this whole with this whole situation right now with COVID, right? Um, everything has been um, put on hold. So I know that out. Indoor dining has uh, been approved um, as of um, this coming Friday, but we are still um, in renovation mode because we had actually slowed it down just because with this whole COVID-19, indoor dining was not allowed. Right. Um, but we will be um, doing outdoor dining in the time being until we get um, the indoor ready. Okay. Which is probably about about a month and a so away. Okay. Complete. So when, like, while it is still just you know an outdoor kind of space, um, what what would what kind of offerings do you have? Do you have any specialties, or did you streamline the menu? Um, well, right now we're doing a takeout, same what we were doing at our old plate, like um, at our old location. So we just basically um, the kitchen is up and running. So our takeout section is uh, separate from the main dining hall. So that's towards the back of the 
the building where the um, Bank of America used to have their um, ATM machine and everything. So we turned that whole thing into a kitchen and our um, takeout. Okay. So our menu, everything is still the same. Um, So people can do takeout. We do delivery. And then now we have just finally kind of uh, waiting for all the approvals to come through um, for the outdoor seating. And we'll start that for a couple of months up until, as I said, we... um, are able to um, open up in the front. Hey, Cindy, let's talk about Indian food. Uh, what is a common mm-hmm. mis- What is a common misconception uh, about Indian food that people might have, and how do you get people to try it? So basically, the the main misconception with Indian is everyone thinks it's spicy. So, which is not true. It's um. Indian food is very flavorful. It has very different flavors. Each dish has its own unique um, taste. It's like, you know, uh, different spices involved in there. Right. And I think that's the reason. In our name of my, in the name that I chose for the restaurant, Spicy Affair, also throws people off thinking that, no, it's spicy. Like, that's just, Indian food is just spicy. So what you're and saying? And curry. Right. And everyone seems to think curry is a spice. And for uh, me growing up, curry is not a spice. Curry is a sauce. So that's also a very um, mis- like misconception, like you know, thing that people seem to think that it's it's um, this very overpowering spice that is part of Indian food. Gotcha. So most people that are listening are probably like, "Oh, hey, Indian food is spicy," and what you're saying yeah, is that's exactly. not true. No, that's not true. No, it's not true. I've had. So I um. So basically, at our restaurant, we make everything from scratch. So. Let's say you came in and you said you wanted chicken vindaloo. So we asked you, do you want it mild, medium, spicy, or extra spicy? We have people who, you know, you can take it to whatever level you want to take it to. You can keep it as mild. You can say very mild. It's for a baby. So he makes it, like, you place the order, he makes the food. That's, that's. So, yeah. And uh, what are you doing to, what are you doing uh, to handle the pandemic? Uh, what are you doing to keep your customers staying loyal? What? Uh, you're keeping. Um, so basically, sorry, go ahead. You're keeping your menu the same, I would guess, right? That's how you're keeping your loyal yes, customers. Yes. yes, exactly. The menu hasn't changed. Um, we've kept everything pretty much the same. Yeah, so far, um, the menu. And so once we open up our dine-in, we will have some new selections. We will um, have a different menu for dine-in. A takeout will pretty much stay the same. So there will be a few changes, but. W- but we've always kept it that if there's something on the menu that isn't there and a customer really wants it, our chef will make it. Okay. So now you had said that takeout and you have delivery. Now, do you also adhere to the like Grubhub and um, Caviar or any of those yeah. other? Okay. So we have, um, we do have Grubhub. We do have, um, I believe, Postmate. And we do have DoorDash. DoorDash is mainly um, used the most. Oh, okay. And uh, we have our own delivery. And let's tell people like to personalize a restaurant. Tell us a a little history about how you and Nick got into the restaurant business. I think Nick was a banker and you were an elementary school teacher. So talk about that. I was actually um, early childhood. Uh, I I did my early childhood before we moved um, to the U.S. from um, Canada. And... It just happened. So we moved here to Swedesboro, and I, as I said, I come from a city. I was born and raised out in Canada, and I'm from Vancouver, and come from a very multicultural environment. So we moved to Swedesboro, and I was like, hmm. I said, there's nothing here. And this was like 15 years ago, and I was like, why? Like, there's no, like, this is, this is. And it, as I said, it, it was bizarre because coming from a city to come into something, like, you know, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is no way. Like, I mean, this is. You know, right. we need, like, there's nothing here. There's only pizza places. I, and, you know, that's it. And so I, I was actually for 15 years begging him, like, okay, can we open something? Can we? And he kept saying, no, no, <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And, and then finally, um, I think it was like, so this is going to be, this is our, it'll be our fourth year in April. Wow. So you can imagine, I, my husband, my friends always coming over for dinner at our place and like, you know, what, have you guys ever thought of opening up a, a restaurant, Cindy? Because you, like, you cook really well. And I was like, I've thought about it several times, but Nick, 
my I said he keeps saying that it's not going to work here. This Swedesboro, it's not going to work. And we have a special They're guest. Like, well, we have a special guest in studio, Dennis. Uh, he's a psychologist. Uh-huh. He's a psychologist. He's a very he's a vegetarian. Uh, any questions for an Indian restaurant about Indian food, Dennis? I, I, I think the big question, I you know, what would be if, if somebody, uh, and I've been a vegetarian about eight years, if I'm to come to your restaurant or just any, any Indian restaurant at this point, what would be that uh-huh. satisfying vegetarian meal? Like, break that down for me real quick. Um, I'm vegetarian myself. I mean, oh, okay. I was vegan, and then um, it's so tough. I turned vegetarian, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I have I'm, I'm like I'm in between. I will have seafood here and there, but I'm mainly vegetarian. Um, but uh, the, oh, there's so many dishes that you could have. Um, you, if you wanted like a dry dish, you would do like aloo gobi, which is potatoes and cauliflower, Ooh. and then. Um, you could do naan still because you're not vegan. If you're wait, a wait. vegan, you wouldn't do the naan. You would do tandoori roti. But um, there's, um, oh, the shahi paneer, which is our Indian cheese. And it's in a cream-based, tomato cream-based sauce. Um, very filling. And uh, I- my personal favorite is the yellow lentil dal. Um, mm. That's uh, my all-time favorite with rice. Oh, very you know what? But, we- oh, there's so many dishes. So many dishes. You know what my favorite is, and I mentioned this uh, before you ha- were able to connect, is paneer sag. Mm-hmm. I love paneer oh, sag. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. so much flavor with that, and like I love, oh, yeah. yeah, and just it's almost like I almost feel like it's a little bit like tofu, but it's cheese, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's Indian cheese. Yeah. So I- the chef, like, if you were vegan, the chef could do tofu um, sag for you. Yeah. Nice. And then um, samosas yeah. also would be a, a very friendly uh, meal for anybody who's yeah. a vegetarian, too, because that's filled with. Yeah, and then we have. Yeah, yeah. Potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes. And I think you can put other. Well, I mean, you can put just about anything if you're right, making right, it from right. scratch. Yeah, but, yeah absolutely. Right. Yeah. Uh, he makes the samosas from scratch, too. And he comes in in the morning, our um, chef that does all the appetizers. Mm-hmm. The, the samosas are made from scratch. Um, so is the onion bhaji, the vegetable pakora. There's um, the gobi manchurian, which is amazing. It, that's um, fried cauliflower in a mm-hmm. special sauce the chef, the chef makes. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Nice. And, Cindy, I just want to touch on two things, and then we're going to have to go. But tell us how people can order right now from your restaurant, and tell us, uh, yeah. and then give your social media tags. So, uh, basically, you can order through, you can call and do takeout, um, directly call us, or you could go onto our website and do takeout, and deliveries are only done online. Okay. Um, and then you could order through DoorDash also, and then there's Grubhub. So, there's several ways to place orders. And as I said, if you have any questions, people, you know, you can call us always and ask us for any, you know, if there's any dietary issues. Um, we'll always be there to help and uh, make sure that you order the right thing and then tell you if you're ordering online that you've been in the instruction box, you can put whatever instructions you have for your food. Like if you're vegan, you want coconut milk, not um, and social uh, me- cream, like, you know, whatever it is. Social media tags, Cindy, let's find out where I can follow you on uh, social media. So we are on Facebook. We are, uh, we're on Facebook. We are... Uh, I believe right now we've got Facebook, and I believe Twi- I believe we are on Twitter, and that's our website. Is that's that right now? Because of the whole transition right now, we have we're still working on um, a lot of all of that area, just trying to convert, and because our logo has changed also, so oh, we're trying okay. to get everything switched over to the new logo. And let's but t- is is your at sign still like at Spicy Affair, or has that changed? No, that's still the same. Oh, that's good. Still the same. So it's at Spicy Affair. Yeah. And yeah. and then for your website, would it be www.spicyaffair.com? Yeah. Okay. Oh, excellent, excellent. And you tell yeah. the people where to find where do you, where is the address? What is the address? It's uh, 1427, 1427 Kings Highway in downtown Swedesboro. Excellent. And our listeners in Jersey, we had a good week in Jersey last week. Go visit Spicy Affair. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you. Have a great night. All right. Bye-bye. You too. All right. Bye.
and they are switching buildings, so they wanted to come on and tell mm-hmm. the folks about the building. We want to thank Dennis. Dennis. Absolutely. Survivors IPA. Dennis is like, you're so intelligent, it blew our minds. Uh, we got uh. you in the Indian conversation. We had you all over. <laughs> and uh, give your tags. Yep. You go to SurvivorsIPA.com or go to Facebook, Survivors IPA, uh, and the Trauma Survivors Foundation, or Facebook, Trauma Survivors Foundation, or Dennis Carradine and Dennis Carradine <laughs> Jr. on Facebook and on the webs and the interwebs and space and, and all that. we'll be there. October 3rd. October 3rd. Come down to the event. Go to upcomingevents.com. Amherst Pollock tags. I, I'm pretty much clear across the board at A-R-P-O-L-L-O-C-K-U-S. And we are on every week now. I decided to do four shows for the month of September, so we'll be back next Tuesday. Thank you very much. Have a great week. You can find Dining on a Dime on social media, on Facebook, Dining on a Dime, the number one. Twitter, at Dining on a Dime, the number one. And on Instagram, KJW1972. Please subscribe to our show. We are available on all podcast platforms, including iHeartRadio and Spotify.